Okay, welcome to the Iceberg Investments uh, discussion. We'll got a few things to talk about, some introductions, and and also like how the Discord and the community is going to be going to be run. But uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Trevor. Um. Well, my name's Trevor. Um. No, probably got started in crypto mostly back in 2017. And yeah, nice, nice. Well, I'm I'm Jacob Berg. Okay, I uh, got into crypto really, really early, right when Bitcoin was kind of being talked about uh, back in 2010, 2011, um, and uh, took advantage of it. I held strong on everyone else's opinions on if it was going to be good or not, right? And uh, lo and behold, it's it's become one of the the biggest things in investments and just uh, currency and and whatnot. Uh, so very happy to have spent the time and effort to learn uh, learn about it and just take the risk to jump in early on, right? And so. Yes, we'll go ahead and get started. The whole entire goal of this Discord and this community that we're trying to build is to help people get into cryptocurrency because still it's not that easy. Yes, PayPal and a few other platforms have integrated cryptocurrency buys and sell options, but it still doesn't really you know, tell people what the technology is and how to tell if something's actually a good investment or not because in the cryptocurrency world the only cryptocurrency that will probably never have any technology back behind it on the blockchain but will still hold value is going to be bitcoin bitcoin is the gold ethereum and maybe something else will be silver <sighs> but that is uh that is kind of the goal is to get help people get up to speed and understand what they're looking at. <clears throat> so also in regards to actually adding stuff to the Discord, it is small right now. Um, and we will be adding a ton more channels and talking points and uh, some bots to help. Like right now, all we have is tip.cc, which is awesome. I love it. And I've been tipping people in the Discord Um you know, ever, ever so frequently. And it's an actual real value cryptocurrency tipping bot in discord. So maybe you'll actually get some. Yeah. If yeah. you guys have any recommendations for the server or anything like that, feel free to post it. Um, yes. see about adding new stuff. Yeah. I'm going to, going to add a channel for server suggestions, uh, probably below crypto news or something, but we'll, we'll lay it out. We'll make sure it looks nice. All right. So let's start off with talking about the, the backend blockchain tech and also how it can influence market cap and trade volatility. So if you guys haven't already, I made sure to post a huge introduction on why cryptocurrencies matter. And it does go into decently in depth on specific systems, um, how the the roles of you know trusted intermediaries um, 
have influenced uh, the rise of cryptocurrencies. Uh, the technologies behind them, specifically like Ethereum smart contracts, that has influenced uh, an immense amount of great opportunities in making a, a lot of you know fiat. But the important part is understanding what these technologies do and how, how they're super important, specifically uh, how they can cut out a middleman. Smart contract is fully decentralized. It is one, one person trading peer-to-peer -to, -peer to another person, signing a specific you know, document, right? This is just as a, as a um, uh, kind of like a, a bird's eye view of it. But one person is, is sending in money, signing a, a contract, and the other person that has the contract listed is 100% surely going to be getting the, that money um, at the specific price point. You could set this smart contract up for any shape or uh, any shape or thing. Specifically, there is um, a wonderful, wonderful voting idea um, that was implemented in South Korea that utilized the smart contract system. Um, they created their own smart token on the Ethereum network and like basically blasted out uh, a single token to every single participating uh, citizen. And... In doing so, uh, when a citizen decided to vote, each each vote went to a specific wallet, and that wallet was um, either well. So all of the wallets were are, are public, right? They they showed all the wallets. You could send it over to to the wallet, and each coin that they sent counted as a vote. <clears throat> Those technologies behind that i'm just like blabbling about it right now at this point but it, it ensured that there was no was no fraud because they knew exactly how many tokens were were listed and um each person had their own specific private uh key behind it so there's no way to copy this the the tokens anyway smart contracts are just a, an amazing technology that was created. Uh, and there's been multiple iterations of it. So you have the Ethereum smart contract system and the smart chain on the Ethereum network. And then more recently, the Binance smart chain that came out, uh, that one has been just booming uh, with uh, what they call tokens. And the the technologies behind a lot of these tokens because they're built on a program uh, programming language called Solidity. Um, both Binance and Ethereum's programming languages are, are Solidity. <sighs> but basically, it's a it's a nice, decently complex uh, programming language that is a mix between JavaScript, Python, uh, C and um, it's a it's a it's a wonderful wonderful technology that's super secure uh, because it's built to utilize the blockchain 
and uh, proof of work and proof of stake. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's kind of a little bit about the smart contracts. In regards to how it influences market cap and trade volatility, well, influencing market cap is uh, is very much based off of how many tokens were created on the initial um, uh, creation. So anyone can create a token um, from either the Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain, um, and anyone can create their own crypto coin. Uh, but tokens are much easier. There's less work involved because they're already pre-programmed, pre-set up. It's kind of like creating a Discord server that has a, a template already, right? Uh, when people are initially creating these tokens, they set the name, of course, the the ticker, which is the, the acronym, and then the amount of actual tokens uh, available. Specifically on the Binance Smart Chain, they've implemented the ability to burn tokens. They've implemented the ability to uh, create uh, tokens after the creation. So basically a, a pump supply that is specifically designed for people that want to make stable coins or a certain other, like whatever other design you, you're thinking of. <clears throat> um, you can also make it so that when you do create the coin, the um, owner wallet gets locked. So like locking liquidity, um, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but the huge thing about market cap is the more coins that you have, the lower the price is ultimately going to be per coin because it's supply and demand, right? So take SafeMoon, for example, there is quadrillions of those coins i would actually need to see exactly how many there are but there are so many of them that the price per coin is never going to get super high because if that was true if they let's say they did get up to <clears throat> uh dogecoin status right which is 55 cents right now if SafeMoon was to get up to 55 cents the actual market cap of that coin, so they have, uh, let's see, that's billion and that's trillion. So 616 trillion SafeMoon coins. All you have to do to see what the market cap would be is to take that circulating supply. Granted, this is max supply, so I'm assuming that the circulating supply is the same as max supply. <clears throat> 616 trillion times that amount 55 cents, it means the market cap would be $338 trillion. That's, um, oh no, sorry, $338 billion. $338 billion. I just want to explain to you how much that is compared to the current top coins. Bitcoin, uh, $1 trillion market cap. Ethereum. $452 billion market cap. And then the next one, $101 billion market cap, which is Binance coin. <clears throat> so you have to take into account, you know, that amount of coins, you know, becoming a specific value that, that people want it to, which everyone really wants SafeMoon to get to a dollar, but I don't ever see that happening uh, within the time frame that, uh, you know, is like less than a year. 
we have to allow time for those coins to be burned to decrease the actual supply of them. Um, but I hope that kind of gives you an idea of how you can do a price prediction because that was also a point that I wanted to talk about. Um, so, yeah, you have any thoughts on that or anything to add, Trev? Um, not necessarily, but I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely something that's good to consider is just how many coins are out there and being realistic with it. Because, yeah, a lot of people, that's kind of like a deciding factor for them is they see that it's, you know, got so many zeros. But, I mean, once you knock a couple of those zeros off, you're you're talking about making quite a bit of money. It doesn't necessarily have to reach a dollar. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, but that's something to look at, right? So if you're looking at trying to get into a coin and you notice that, oh, it's like only a penny right now, right? Well, you can kind of dive into the coin, check its current like supply and max supply and kind of determine, oh, well, you know how much money it would take to even like bump it up a cent would be a a significant amount of money like because you could check their their current market cap um, usually if it's at least on coin market cap or any exchanges getting into pre-exchange tokens that you're looking to try to get into that's a lot harder it takes a lot more research to make sure it's not just a rug pull right um and i guess that's a segue into locating new tokens and uh how to spot rug pulls and i mean going off that with doge i mean if you would have gotten into it you know a couple like a year ago um when it was 0. 0.003 cents and now it's 55 cents especially with a lot of these new alt tokens they have the potential to um Sky kind of have that upward yeah that upward trend as long as they actually have something behind them and you do make sure it's not like a rug pull. Mhm. Mm yeah. No, like Dogecoin um is a is a really good example of what a random burst of marketing can do to a shitcoin. Dogecoin has no technology behind it. It literally was designed and built as a joke. It was a meme. And the only reason why it has value right now um, or it is like super valuable per coin is because of, of marketing, uh, because of popular people talking about it, saying that they're getting into it, right? Buying it. Elon Musk <laughs> literally just tweets about it and the price goes up. So yeah, you can also kind of use that to your advantage when doing trading, just checking Twitter, checking all of the different social media platforms and, and influencers and seeing what they're talking about in cryptocurrency space. Um, if you want to go that route, but yeah. the more solid long-term hodl is looking for coins yourself that are slowly getting developed by, you know, small amount of, of devs uh, and the technology and idea that they want to build it on is awesome. So, for example, 
one coin that I was talking about a long time ago that still does not have the value that I believe it should is SiaCoin. S-I-A-C-O-I-N. Sia is insanely awesome. Their platform that they're trying to build is basically S3 for decentralized uh, storage. So S3 is Amazon's storage platform that Netflix uses, that um, Dropbox uses, all, all of these large um, companies and, and applications use their storage for everything. Sciacoin is trying to become that, but on a decentralized blockchain platform uh, that is also reducing the price. So right now, for one terabyte of space on AWS, it's going to cost you about $15 to, to $50 a month. Uh, that's just the, the range in which it can cost. On Sciacoin, that shit is going to literally cost you only you know, maybe $5 a month to, to host a, a terabyte of information or, or files, whatever you want on that, on that blockchain. <laughs> and the cool thing is, is it's totally competitive because you're not just hosting it through, through their site. People are hosters at home. They create their own nodes. They're the ones that are, you know, hosting your part of your files, um, on, on their storage. And they can't access it at all because you're the only one with the the password. You're the only one with the access to that. But that's like the type of technology that a coin that you want to see behind a coin, a huge like change or something that could have been or isn't like uh, decentralized yet. Um, but you think it definitely should be or could be decentralized. Tons of different types of projects out there. And uh, that's definitely something that you want to look at. Let's see. Cam had a question. As someone who focuses on the bigger picture behind a coin, such as a technology and how it can benefit companies and people in general, what does it mean to you when you see people getting hooked on a coin like Doge? Does the average crypto investor likely using a FOMO mentality to hop on board the crypto train to make you frustrated because they do not know what it truly is? Or does it make you somewhat content because crypto is gain, gaining a large amount of publicity? How it is? how it truly is real and can help the world? It's a great question. So both, I, I'm, I, I lean both ways in regards to being frustrated that people love Dogecoin and also being very happy that people love Dogecoin. Frustrated definitely because everyone that's getting into it has no idea that that coin has no actual value behind it whatsoever. <laughs> It could be, it's basically a Bitcoin wannabe for a store of value. Bitcoin will always be a, the best store of value because it was the first and there's so little of them. So it's had, it's had its experience. It's had its time. Um, but I'm also like super happy that Dogecoin is, is super popular because that means tons of people are getting into it, looking into cryptocurrencies and trying to put money towards it. It's the big transition. It's a... Uh, it's called the flippening, uh, the flippening of, of people using fiat to then switching over to cryptocurrencies and blockchain tech. I think there will be definitely a time in the future where everyone will be using cryptocurrencies, but they might not necessarily know it, um, like XRP. 
XRP was specifically designed for banks to send value between each other for way less uh, of fees. So they use it as kind of their own digital transfer system. Um, but hopefully that kind of answered your question there, Cam, and gave you a little bit of an idea of how I feel about it. <clears throat> I'm totally okay with it, but I'm also frustrated that people don't actually try to look into things. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way where it's like, I think it's good, but I do think that a large majority of the people that are holding Doge are on apps like Robinhood, Webull, um, just things like that where it's very easy to easy to buy. Um, but I don't know how many of those people will actually take the time beyond that to, you know, hop on an exchange and look into other crypto um, and kind of see what the backing is behind them. I hope that a lot of them will, but just because it's so easy for them to buy it, I feel like, you know, they see all this news from Elon and whoever else, and then they just hop on the train and, yeah, they don't really know too much about it, but hopefully it'll change. I mean, you never know. There could be the developer that created uh, Dogecoin that releases it as an open source thing, right? And a, a set of developers can go through and create their own fork of it and actually put a system and technology behind it. It's it's something that could happen. Um, but for right now, Dogecoin is merely a store of value that is a is a meme, which is totally fine. It is honestly totally fine. But thank you for asking that question, Cam. That was good. I do kind of want to tell everyone like what coins I'm currently holding uh, that I'm pretty solid about. So um, I'll go ahead and, and list those out. So number one is is Bitcoin. Always hold Bitcoin. It's always going to go up in value. And when the, uh, I would say the difficulty of mining the, the Bitcoin goes up, then the price always follows. So and and we can totally go into more in-depth detail of how to actually find that out, find out that information. And then also if you join the Discord, we'll uh we'll be posting all of that, all the crypto news. But Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Sciacoin, ADA, which is Cardano. Um currently the tokens that I'm holding are SafeMoon, Trustpad, and Cumrocket. And there are many others that I'm going to end up getting into. And every single one that I'm going to be getting into, we'll be posting those on the on the Discord so everyone can see. Trevor, you can if you want to, you can go over what coins that you're holding. Um, so currently holding some Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, ADA, XLM, Stellar, uh, DOT. Safe Moon, Come Rocket. I think that's about it. Oh, Sciacoin. So definitely good to diversify. Don't just put all your your eggs in one basket. Oh, definitely. And the cool thing with uh, it's just like making money in other ways or shape or forms, specifically like stocks or something. But it's easier in cryptocurrency to 
pull money out of a, of a coin, your profits, and then put it into something else, right? That's how you can slowly diversify. So if you find a good coin, like Ethereum or Bitcoin, and you do make some money off of it, you can then slowly periodically sell that off, find a, a, a smaller new name uh, coin or maybe something that some news is coming out for something and put your money into that um, as kind of a, a medium risk uh, investment. I wouldn't say that I'm a you know financial advisor at all, but the best thing that you want to do for yourself is make sure that you're only investing what you can um, can lose, and everyone everyone should know that. So, yep, I would say um, definitely try and get like a set amount from each paycheck that you get, even if it's just like a little bit, and just put it into you know some crypto here and there. Um, Obviously, you can put it into like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Um, any of those are always going to be pretty much safe, I would say. Yep, and by um, and by safe we mean they're low volatility um, in relativity to crypto, other cryptos, right? And they're just they've already been established. So right, and I mean they might, you know, they might go down a little bit if you do buy it and it goes down. Don't panic just hold it's gonna go back up yep it's a huddle mentality and diamond hands have to you have to not freak out stocks are a completely different game than to cryptocurrencies yep. and that's the thing with cryptos it's like with stocks you know a 10 percent return is you know pretty good but with crypto especially in the days now whether it be an alt season and everything else. I mean, you can see a lot higher returns. Oh, dude, so much higher returns. Um, let's just take SafeMoon, for example. If, let's say, you were to get into SafeMoon really early on, in total, their actual like percent gain is over a million percent, even right now. That is nuts. <clears throat> So, yeah, <laughs> you do not see that normally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, exchanges that we use, use Bitrix, Kraken, sometimes Coinbase because I was in on it uh, really early on before the fees became a huge, huge problem. Um, KuCoin is one that I'm using, MXC. Uh, is a new one because SafeMoon is on there for USDT trades. Um, and I think I think that's it for now, the ones that I am already, you know, on verified. But I believe, Trevor, you are on the same ones? Uh, yeah, I mostly use, you know, Coinbase, uh, a little bit of Crypto.com since I bought Dot on there. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, a little bit of KuCoin. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly it. Yeah, KuCoin is an awesome exchange in regards to uh how many different things you can do on there. Specifically, the trade bots. So they've recently added the trade bots to KuCoin, and there are other exchanges that do have that on there. But um, I've 
been just messing around with the trade bots on there and gathering intel on what is the most efficient way to utilize those. As far as getting crypto on there, I would suggest buying it on another exchange and transferring it over and not buying directly on KuCoin. Um, it's a lot faster to do it that way. Oh, definitely. Um, if For any of the people that are US-based, because KuCoin is not a US-based exchange, try to, and, and we will totally help out with this, but we can list out a bunch of US-based exchanges. I would utilize US-based exchanges more than any other exchange for if you're putting in money and or a, like and a lot of it um just because it's it's under the u.s government's kind of thumb and if anything happens you have that backing because i will tell you a story back in the day there was an exchange um that ended up getting hacked and it's an exchange that's based in japan uh, there are still people trying to get their money back from that and this happened back in 2012 so yeah i that stay on the u.s side of things uh, do your research in regards to the exchanges that you're working under or that you're trying to you know trade on make sure that they have good security policies good um insurance policies everything and if you have any questions about you know an exchange that you kind of were we're looking at we have a, a research and a need, need assistance channel that you can ask those questions in, and we'll do our best to answer them. Um, in regards to tokens, tokens are a whole other ballgame. Uh, there are swap websites that you can go on to that you can swap your Ethereum smart chain or Binance smart chain coins into... Uh, smart chain tokens uh, specifically one that's super popular that a lot of people use is uniswap and PancakeSwap. those are very 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 popular token uh, swapping sites and uh, that's where you can find a lot of the very new uh, technologies coins and tokens to trade for <clears throat> There are also launch pads. Uh, these are relatively new. It's kind of the new big thing in cryptocurrency space. So back in the day, people would set up and launch IPOs uh, or ICOs, sorry, initial coin offerings. Um, ICOs are where people can create a coin, create a white paper, uh, a, a white paper, uh, a roadmap, um, and then start offering uh, people to buy their coins and tokens uh, on a whitelist. So only them can buy, or only only people on the whitelist can buy the, the coins at a specific price point. Um, this was great for a while. This happened in early 2017. It was huge. A lot of people got um, a, a lot of money and a lot of people lost a lot of money because of, of rug pulls. And it's really hard to verify some of these developers that launch these technologies. Well, launch pads are new, newly designed, fully verified uh, companies that will do the research for you and basically 
promote specific tokens or coins. If anyone that uh, you know creates a, a coin or token can't just throw it onto a launchpad, they have to apply to the launchpad. And the people on the launchpad sites verify that this is something that is good to invest into. And a couple of those launch pads would just be like Holka Starter, which is one of the first ones, Duck Launch, which is one of the first ones. And then like um, I said earlier, one that I invested into was Trustpad. I invested into that one just a few days ago and it went from a value of 0 0.01 or it was 0 0.1, uh, so 10 cents, uh, a token to 60 cents within... I would say two or three seconds of release that I got myself into that early. Um, but I will send links to Trustpad so that you guys can take a look and get some more understanding of that. I'm trying to keep the talk, you know, short, sweet and to the point and not go into super detail about things. Um, and then what we'll do is later on, we will record some more sessions uh, going into more in-depthly on some of these topics. So for now, I'm going to go ahead and put this in discussion of the questions so you guys can see this. There you go. Um, do you have anything else to add in regards to launch pads, Trev? Um, not necessarily for launch pads. All right. So we've kind of already went over a little bit of investment strategies, but we can we can skim over that again. Um, yeah, quick, I mean, yeah. Oh, you can go ahead. Uh, so for I'll, I'll just I'll just do it quickly. There's only like three or four four points, right? Uh, initially, you want to make sure that. You're diversifying your portfolio. Um, we've already kind of listed out our very solid coins that you can invest in that, that won't be going anywhere. Uh, very low risk, um, but still can be high volatility. As long as you're holding, you're good. Um, so those are the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, and Litecoin. Um, also, only invest what you can lose. Do not think that you can get in and make a bunch of money instantaneously. It just doesn't work that way. You still have to put work into uh, researching uh, specific things and, and taking that very high risk. <clears throat> yep. And I know a bunch of people that crypto just didn't work out for them. They they bought either at the really high point uh, on a on a altcoin, and it's never been that price ever again. So it has been a loss. So they're just stuck holding. And who knows how long. Um, yep. And then, yeah, small amounts every single every single paycheck or every single month is is the way to go. No matter how much it is, it's better than some of that money getting put into your savings account and sitting there with a one percent APY. Cryptocurrency can be way more <laughs> every every week, every month. Yep, I would definitely get into some of those solid. Uh solid coins and then if you want definitely look into alt tokens um they can be a bit riskier but they can have huge potential on the upside um but definitely do your own research as well um 
don't just take someone's word for it on you know reddit or anywhere else um a lot of people pump those um especially for rug pulls um make sure that when you're doing your research that it's liquidity locked um especially if the devs are doing like um name reveals um things like that yeah when you're looking at uh, a specific token or or coin you want to make sure that the developers are are open right that's a very good sign that that means they're they're very serious about what you know what they're trying to do here and there's very less likely it's very very less likely that they're just gonna grab the money grab the liquidity sell it off real quick and then run that's what a rug pull is so um but i mean sometimes there are those developers and coins that you don't know anything about the developers and they end up becoming very successful. So that's where you have to just do your extra research um, and then kind of watch it and or just take the risk. But I highly, highly recommend um, going for tokens and coins where the developers have been you know, openly public. Um, I think yeah, I totally know what I'm doing in the future discussion topics, put audits. That's actually a really good um, topic to even just go about now. So there's a website called Certic. Uh, Certic is a company dedicated to doing audits on new cryptocurrencies and people can apply, developers can apply to get a Certic audit. And what they do is they just go through every single aspect of the coin, the developers, how they're holding their money, what the, um, uh, where they're holding the, the coins and the liquidity and how to improve it or if they even need to improve it. And then, of course, they just get a badge at the end uh, saying Certic approved. And everyone has been paying attention to Certic and uh, all the coins that have been approved on there. It's uh, become a very reputable uh, company and badge to have. So if you see a token that says Certic approved, you go on Certic, search the coin, and it says on their site, that it is approved, then that's an AOK coin to me. Uh, totally trust their their judgment. Do you have anything on that, Trev? Any thoughts? Um, no, I'm just trying to pull up the the one from Safe Moon that I posted earlier. Ah, uh, the Surgic uh, approval. Yeah, just for an example. Yeah. So I just found it. So I'm going to go ahead and post it in the discussions and questions. Okay. So that's yeah. an example of the one that they just did on SafeMoon. Mm -hmm. um, so you can kind of get a reference. Yeah, they show uh, a bunch of extra information on there. They even tell you like any critical major medium, all, all the findings for uh, possible security risks. Um, and by security risks, I mean, is this going to be a rug pull? Is are the developers safe with what they're doing, right? Or do they understand um, how to actually develop uh, properly and safely? <clears throat> so yeah, that's um, that is a that is a few things that uh, we can talk about today. And didn't necessarily have anything else. Um, kind of went over all of our quick topics that we wanted to mention 
So totally open to any more questions. Uh, make sure you're doing it in discussions and questions chat. Uh, it should be above the voice channel that we're in currently. So and again, since it looks like a few new people joined, um, this will be posted on Spotify as a podcast. Mm -hmm. So you can go back and listen to the whole thing as well if you want. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, in the future we'll get a little bit more professional with it. Maybe I'll do some some modifications to make it sound cool. But but uh, but yeah, we'll be posting it on uh, on Spotify so that the people that didn't attend or couldn't attend can uh, definitely listen to it later on. <laughs> oh, our mic is does sound really good, doesn't it? <laughs> I got a I got a blue Yeti, but. Yeah, Trevor's Trevor's voice sounds good too. Yeah, got the the Hyperx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if anyone doesn't have any questions, I think uh, I think we can cut it. Well. So let's. Uh. Yeah. We'll actually. I'll go ahead and um, stop recording. We'll do we'll do the outro. But uh, thank you everyone for for listening. And uh, we'll if you stay on, we'll still be talking a little bit about the the Discord and what we're gonna try to do and and uh, some future future ideas, right? But uh, thank you so much everyone for tuning in. Trevor, you gonna say bye? Thank you guys. Love you all. It's always a pleasure. Um, looking forward to doing these in the future. Definitely. And we'll have, we'll have some, some other speakers that come on as well. Whenever, you know, we'll do like a, a request and we can, we can audit some people. I know a few people that definitely would want, I would want on here to talk about crypto and some of the technologies behind it. Um, so look forward to that. All right, guys. And then on top of that, we'll we'll figure out a schedule that will actually release these and do these. But uh, I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day.